to everydaynovelist.com slash support to join the madness. <laughs> Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 972. Today we hear from Nicole, who asks... What are good, fairly cheap platforms for setting up your own website? Any website building advice for someone who plays well with general technology but is not wise in the ways of HTML? What would you give as some website do and don'ts? Um, the easiest ones for, for a newbie to deal with are Wix and Squarespace, so they are, of course, the most expensive and the least open. And by the least open, I mean the hardest to move away from once you're there. Mm. So it's kind of a one-way street, unless you want to rebuild from scratch. I, I recommend using a content management system. I think the most open content management system is WordPress. And WordPress is... The mo you, you can build a WordPress site on any domain, on any server, and... And there are tutorials to help you get through. Right. Um, Any CMS will require a learning curve. Yeah. And your first website's probably going to look like crap. Yeah. I would find a good deal on a do domain name, get a WordPress site, and start off for a little while on one of WordPress's basic themes. The ones that are named for the years mm -hmm. um, are the ones that WordPress keeps supporting really really well because those are their their native themes um stick with one of those and play around with that and figure out what you want out of a website before you go looking for the perfect theme mm -hmm. because there is no perfect theme there's always trade-offs there, there's always trade-offs and looking for a perfect theme is is like crazy making and it could be expensive. It's the bitter voice of experience talking there. And if when you get into when you start to get into the paid themes, always try out the free version of the theme that you're looking at, and don't pay for it until you know that the free stuff will do most of what you need. And you just need the extra features, because yeah. otherwise, what you'll wind up doing is you'll be like, "This is kind of good," and I think the expensive version will do everything I need and then you'll get in there and you won't be able to work with it. Yeah. Because the uh, paid versions add a significant layer of complexity behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, um, they do. Uh, and what you will f eventually end up finding is that you'll f you'll find um, theme developers that you really jive with and that you start to understand how they put their themes together. And so you end up mostly using one family of themes for all of your websites because it's just easier because that makers makes sense to you mm -hmm. um the other big piece of advice is figure out what you want your website to do yeah before you start i can't tell you the number of people i have done websites for who can't distill what they want to do down to such a point that i can actually build them a sensible site mm -hmm. my website construction rates have gone way up just because so many hours go into trying to get the clients to distill what they want. Um, and 
I have a site whose nature has changed a lot over the years, and even though I know what I want it to do, it's taken us a long time to get it into the shape it is now. Um, and there was four or five years there where it was almost not even worth having the website because it was so confused in its presentation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what happens when your business evolves over time and um, what you need your, your website to do changes significantly, whether you're presenting information or selling products or or something like that. Yep. So do you want your site to be a primary place of contact for your readers? Do you want it primarily to be a place where you blog? Do you want it to be a place where you sell books? One of those has to be front and center. Gail Carriger has a fantastic website for reader front-line reader engagement. Everything else is in service to that, and she is one to study for doing that. I don't even know how to explain mine, um, even though it's now well-presented. Mine is... Uh, my website is designed to be a place where you can get lost pleasantly. Um, mm-hmm. Because I've got so much stuff on offer, so many years of backblogs, I, I do so many podcasts and projects that mm-hmm. it's basically the place where you go to find any of the stuff that I think is worth spotlighting. Yeah. Um, and we don't have anything up there, any permanent spot to point to the Substack right now, which is where we're behind. But mm-hmm. um, that's what my site's designed for. And we're so, we're sort of slowly moving it to a more commercial focus so that it can help us move books and especially harvest reader email addresses and get them on the mailing list. But it's taken us a long time to figure out that that's how we want to delete because there was just so much that we had to unify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, as far as cheap hosts... Um, any of the uh, fairly well-established small website blog hosts or small website hosts will do oneonone.com, startlogic.com, Bluehost, um, anything like that. You'll pay about mm, 120 bucks a year mm-hmm. for uh, the web service and the domain name, and a little bit extra for extra domain names. And shop around for shop around for deals. They'll come up. Mm-hmm. Come around every once in a while. Um, you always get a better deal paying by the year than by the month. Yes. Usually to the tune of thirty to twenty, anywhere between twenty and forty percent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, some places you can still do multi-year. Mm-hmm. At least for the the domain. Usually yeah. not for the web hosting. Right. Hope that um, gives you. You got more? No, I think think yeah, I, I think that's about it that right. I can think of right now. Hope that gives you a good place to start. And we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners.